After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school for some, and back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Hashem. 
Welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, <clears throat> Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Special greetings to those who are tuned in on the NSN app somewhere around the world. It's much appreciated. You can comment on the app and let us know uh, what you have to say, what your thoughts are on this Monday morning. We're heading back to school and back to work. That's right. I say back to school and back to work, even though it's not even September yet, because uh, there are people out there who actually have started school already. And they are uh, in all their glory at the very be- very beginning of the school year, ready to accomplish a great deal and get things started even earlier than most others. <laughs> most other people are uh, going to be heading back to school next week, and of course, we are your best way to go to school and go to work every single morning right here at JM and the AM. Make sure... You are tuned in every single weekday morning, and of course on Sunday with Matis and the JM Sunday. I believe JM Sunday has its big anniversary this weekend, right? Is it this weekend? I think so. I'll have to find out and pass that word along. Uh, you heard Yitzhak Fuchs. It's brand new, a song he calls Chatzos on the Miyad Negalim CD. Mordechai Ben David off of Sheer with Eitzchayim. You heard Benny Friedman, Amen Anilimili. Piamenta, as we continue to uncover, and it's not like it needs uncovering because it's not like they were hidden, but we keep reminding everybody about some of the great and amazing selections that Piamenta was responsible for. You heard both Avinu Malkenu and Kilo Al-Halechem Levado. How true those words are. Uh, Mayor Sherman, Masach Hashem, our Monday morning theme song, and of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. As we say, good morning. 6.37, 23 minutes before 7 o'clock on this Monday, the final day of August, 16th of Elul. We're um, a few days away from Slichos in the Ashkenazi community. The big news is that Cantor Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott is going to be joining us on Thursday in advance of his big Slichos performance on Saturday night in Manhattan. So he'll be here later in the week. And the big news today, of course, is that uh, Roy Newberger and his wife, Leah Newberger, are going to be joining us in studio. He's out with a brand new book. He is always a fascinating guest. I warn you, he's very optimistic about the future of this world. (laughs) I'm giving you a warning. You might actually have a smile on your face at the end of the conversation if I let him say everything he wants to say. Uh, So Roy Newberger will be coming up. And uh, I'm trying to resist asking the question that I think I've asked him at least twice before on the air. Um, and some people have said it's an inappropriate question for this forum. Not sure about that. First of all, I don't know if it's inappropriate. And uh, secondly, I don't know if I could resist asking him again. Anyway, we'll see what happens. I'll be here about 7.45 this morning right here at JM in the AM, and we are certainly looking forward to it. Great day on our stream, of course, all day long. Make sure you're tuned in to jmtheam.org and on the NSN app. Plenty more coming up. People want to hear the brand new one. 
from Simcha Liner. Okay, here it is. Brand new Simcha Liner. It's JM in the AM.
Sitban with uh, Shomer Yisrael here at JM in the AM. 
It's a nice single. Uh done by AKA Pella and friends. In this case, shall shell us with them on that brand new CD. Rabbi Jake, who's going to call in tomorrow. He has a brand new CD entitled Rabbi Jake, Volume 1. He is apparently a uh, rabbinic figure who has uh, written and has performed a lot of music specifically for kids, for the young people out there. We'll speak with him at some point tomorrow morning here at JM and the AM. That was called Fun, Fun, Fun. Lipa had B Positive. That was his title track. And you heard some Halina brand new with Shalom off of the uh, brand new some Halina release that just came out over the weekends. America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Galitzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up, as long as our connection to our news from Israel maintains itself. <laughs> You're heading back to school and back to work. For those of you who are heading back from the Catskills, I thank you for listening at, 91, at 90.1, then switching in Rockland County to 91.9, then eventually getting to our flagship at 91.1 on the FM dial. But I remind those of you around the world, even up there in the Catskills, and the best way to tune in to us is, of course, on the NSN app, a very reliable, strong, solid method of tuning in to us on a daily basis. Partly cloudy, high 93 on this final day of August. Wow. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jam and the אני נותן גיבוי מלא לשר הבט"פ והמאמצים שלו למנות את האיש הטוב ביותר לתפקיד מפכ"ל משטרת ישראל. גל הירש הוא האדם הנכון, במקום הנכון, קצין ערכי ומסור, יש לו יכולות גדולות לחולל שינויים ולתרום תרומה לחיזוק משטרת ישראל ושלטון החוק במדינה. כתבינו אליל שחר ועידו בן בג'י מוסרים שהממשלה אישרה היום גם את מינויו של יעקב ליצמן לשר הבריאות בעקבות פסיקת בגץ. ההחלטה הדרושה את אישור הכנסת. בנוסף אושר מינויו של אופיר אקוניס לשר המדע, הטכנולוגיה והחלל. אביטל בן שלום, מנהלת בית הספר באשקלון, שהואשמה בתמיכה בסרבנות, פרסמה מכתב בו היא מבהירה כי לא קראה שלא לשרת בשטחים. כך סיפר ליעל דן בעלה, אילן. בחיים לא הייתה קריאה אקטיבית להפר את החוק, וזה דבר שצריך להיאמר בצורה מאוד חדה וברורה, כי הדברים האלה הוצאו מהקשרם. אביטל כתבה היום מכתב, כי היא אף פעם לא הכניסה את עמדותיה לתוך הכיתה, לא בנושאים האלה ולא בנושאים אחרים. ושבעתיד בתור מנהלת היא תפעל לפי המגבלות לחיות ביחס לחופש הביטוי בנושאים פוליטיים, כמו שיש בתקשיר ובחוזר מנכ"ל. במקביל, הורים במועצה האזורית חוף אשקלון מאיימים להשבית מחר את הלימודים במחאה על היעדר מיגון במוסדות החינוך. הנה שי אופיר, יושב ראש ועד ההורים בבית הספר חופים. הבטיחו לנו פתרון, פיצול בעצם ההסעות. רק אתמול קיבלנו מכתב שאין מספיק אוטובוסים למועצה, המצב הולך להיות כמו שהוא. עכשיו זאת הפסדה של הבטחה מפורשת שניתנה לנו. ואני לא יודע מי מיישם בזה, אם זה המועצה, אם זה השלטון המקומי, זה לא מעניין. אנחנו את החיים של הילדים שלנו לא רוצים לסכן. 
תעלומה במזרח ירושלים, המשטרה גילתה בור בעומק עשרות מטרים בחצר בית וכעת נבדק למה הוא שימש. כתבנו רום ליאור. שוטרים שהגיעו לחצר בית הסמוך למוזיאון רוקפלר גילו כי במקום נחפר בור בעומק שלושים מטרים, עד עתה לא ברור מה מטרתו. מחקירה ראשונית עולה כי לפני מספר חודשים פנו לאישה שבחצר ביתה נחפר הבור, אנשים שהציגו עצמם כעובדי עיריית ירושלים. הם טענו שעליהם לתקן נזילת מים ומדי יום היו מגיעים עם ציוד חפירה ומעמיקים את הבור. מזג האוויר, מחר עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות, ולסיום, שיתוף פעולה יוצא דופן בין חקלאים ישראלים לפלסטינים. ינקה לכהן מנחל עוז וג'מאל אבו נאג'י מחאן יונס יגדלו ביחד תפוחי אדמה ויחלקו עצות זה לזה. רינו צרור שוחח איתם. אני אומר, לא, אנחנו לא מובילים בפוליטיקה. כן. נדבר על החקלאות, לא נדבר על הפוליטיקה. לא אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
It's uh, Avraham David. Brand new album that just came to us over the weekend. It's called Diamond here at JM in the AM. For the Simintov, of course, the name of that selection. Uh, opened up the hour with a brand new one from Mendy Portnoy. I didn't even realize it's all instrumental. It's uh, it's SOG Pianesque, uh, which I think means Shades of Green uh, with a brilliant musician on the piano. That's what it sounds like. So great Yussie Green compositions with somebody who certainly knows how to play them. Uh, that was uh, Mendy Portnoy here at JM in the AM. Well, uh, we have a big day today here at JM in the AM. Roy Newberger, Leia Newberger, they're going to be joining us in hour number three. Looking forward to it. But it's a big week in general for us here. It became a really big week when it was confirmed on Friday that Cantor Yitzhak Mayer Helfgott himself, the, the giant, the superstar from uh, Israel, who is internationally renowned, and I am not using that term lightly in his case, uh, he 
who's going to be leading the Slicha service at Parkey Synagogue on Saturday night, is going to be in our studio this coming Thursday morning. He has never been here before, at least not that I can recall. And uh, he'll be here. He'll be joined by Cantor Benny Rogiznitsky. And we'll get a chance to speak with the uh, amazing Cantor Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott himself. Slichas is Saturday night uh, in many different places, obviously. And a lot of shuls have some great programs. We saw the um, first night of Slichas at Fifth Avenue Synagogue with the great Cantor Malavani. Saturday night, it's uh, Ellie Kranzler and company at the Bayit up at Rabbi Weiss's shul in Riverdale. There are a lot of these events that attract people from far and wide. Yehuda Green, I believe, is going to be with the Kalbach Shul for Slichas, right? Pesach Kron is again going to be Slichas uh, Saturday night at the Young Israel of Manhattan before they begin. But there is something extra special about uh, Kent Yitzhak Mayor Helfgott, and to say that his Slichas is the centerpiece of all of them is uh, not inaccurate. So he'll join us Thursday as Parkey Synagogue gets ready for what I would assume is going to be a completely sold-out event on Saturday night. And uh, he'll uh, also, of course, uh, we'll mention this on Thursday, we'll mention it a few times during the week, Rabbi Schneier will give a State of World Jury address at 9 o'clock. Slichas will begin at 10.30. But for our purposes, the even bigger news is that he's joining us, Cantor Health got here Thursday at JM in the AM. Some people have asked about the Stop Iran rally. There are a lot of rallies going on, um, a lot of different types of uh, of protests and rallies. There's a hashtag, Stop Iran Rally, where you can keep in, uh, keep track of a lot of them. Um, the rally that everyone's talking about for this week takes place tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. in front of the offices of Senators Schumer and Gillibrand in New York. It's 783rd Avenue at 49th Street in New York City. And again, it starts at 5.30. So that's the latest. If you want to join, that's your opportunity. And as we said Friday, it's... Un- and then, after we had the whole conversation Friday about the... Um, debate in the Jewish world about this Iran deal that you see Saturday's New York Times front page story on that very same topic. So um, it's a sensitive issue to say the least. And uh, if you want to express yourself on that side of the issue, it's tomorrow, 530, the offices of of, um, Congressman Schumer, excuse me, Senator Schumer and Senator Gillibrand. I remind everybody the day of Jewish unity that uh, Deershoe announced... And really, it's going to be it's going to be under the jurisdiction of Achenu, which is more of the Kiruv arm of Dirshu, Many of you know, the Day of Jewish Unity is a week from tomorrow, Tuesday, September the eighth. Um, on that day, just hours before Congress holds the important vote, a delegation of rabbis and community leaders are traveling to Rodin in Belarus, and they'll be praying at the grave of the Chavetz Chaim, most revered leader of world jury in pre-war Europe, in conjunction. The Achenu organization will join together with Jews around the world to recite two chapters of Tehillim in an attempt to deflect the acute danger that would result from allowing Iran a path to obtain nuclear warheads. The days leading up to the high holidays are an appropriate time for repentance, reflection, and prayer. Um, And possibly, as we get uh, closer and closer, the most consequential congressional vote in our lifetime. So it may be compulsory, a compulsory time for unity and prayer. Uh, join with Jews around the world in the Day of Unity, September the 8th. Um, we'll remind everybody, it'll be between the hours of 7 a.m. and 12 noon. I'm assuming that's Eastern Time, so we'll remind you as we get closer on September the 8th. It's dayofjewishunity.com, dayofjewishunity.com. I know a lot of schools are in session already by then. A lot of schools have expressed interest in participating. There's a lot going on with this event, so check it out, dayofjewishunity.com. J.M. in the A.M. Monday, 76 degrees, partly cloudy, a high of 93. Avi Miller out of Israel at J.M. in the A.M.
get back to that leap of selection at some point. Don't worry, that's for sure. Avi Miller before that with that single out of Israel called the Nishama here at JM in the AM. He is a very popular young singer out there in the Holy Land. 25 minutes after 7 o'clock, it's Monday at JM in the AM. And believe it or not, I know it's hard to believe, it's the 16th of Elul, which means two weeks from today we will already be in the midst of the holiday of Rosh Hashanah. Could you imagine? That is hard to believe. Our amazing friend, Leora Teji, is with us live via telephone. She, of course, heads the Ormeor Bracha um, organization in Israel. And every single week, as you know, and so many people in our audience have experienced this with her, they get together, her and an amazing group of staff and volunteers, and they provide to uh, thousands of families uh, uh, enough food for them to get through another Shabbos. And you can imagine what this time of year is like with Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot coming up. You can imagine what this time of year is like and uh, how they would like to raise as much money as possible so they can feed as many families as possible. The Teji, welcome back to JM in the AM. Welcome, welcome. Baruch Hashem. Th- <laughs> Thursday is still a very special day in Yerushalayim, right? Right, right. 
What happens on Thursday? Tell our listeners before we talk about Rosh Hashanah. Uh, every Thursday, fifth that uh, I was in the bombing in 2002, and I decided to make an uh, organization for victims of uh, terror. Every week in Arzabira, near Arzabira, in Yakim 3, we give a lot, a lot, a lot of baskets for uh, people they uh, needy and the uh, special of the people that was on the bombing and they not have enough uh, food for uh, Shabbat and Yom Tev. Well, Every week we give them a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff for Shabbat. Yeah, and there are a lot of people, including some of our listeners, who sponsor an entire Thursday and they could do that. Uh, they obviously uh, help, you know, as much as possible with the donations online and contribute. Plus, you've seen a lot of our people, including us. You've seen us there, and you've seen a lot of people who are listeners to this show who come on a Thursday and just want to volunteer, want to take part, want to be part of the whole thing. And anybody who wants to, you can just be in touch with Ormei or Bracha. I'll uh, give you the website, etc., and you'll be able to do so. Rosh Hashanah is a much more challenging time than a regular Shabbat. Uh, when you start giving out food next week, it's not just going to be for uh, for Shabbat. It's going to be for Rosh Hashanah, for the Yom Tov. And, of course, then you have to start worrying about providing for the holiday of Sukkot as well. How much more do you need now this time of year? So we need around uh, $100,000 uh, to give because we have to give a lot, a lot of uh, chicken and halot and the oil and the wine and the dates and uh, rice. Honey, onion, eggplant, potatoes, carrots, tomatoes, apple, cucumber, and uh, pomegranates. And people don't even realize how many people you're supporting, because every time you give one of these boxes, one of these big baskets to a family, I mean, you, you, you could be helping 8, 10, 12 people get through Yontif. <laughs> it's a, a lot of family. It's over for 400 every week. And now, because it's Rosh Hashanah, it's going to be around 600 uh, family. The uh, Armeo Bracha organization is going to spend $4,000 on chalot for Yuntif. They're going to spend over $2,500 on honey. They are going to spend $40,000 on chickens. They're going to spend over $5,000 on dates that they're going to distribute to the families. Over $6,000 on apples. You can see all of these statistics if you go to Terror dash victims.org.il terror dash victims.org.il and i mention this because a lot of people especially this time of year want to do something special uh with charity with their charity dollars uh they have fifteen hundred dollars worth of bottled soda meaning seltzer uh forty five hundred dollars worth of oil cooking oil that's distributed forty two hundred dollars worth of carrots all these statistics are online so every thursday at three akim street in uh, yerushalayim Food baskets are prepared for these families, victims of terror from the last 13 years. Um, for Rosh Hashanah, for the upcoming holiday, and Sukkot, of course, uh, what's needed is so much more, and we're asking everybody who has an opportunity to support Orme Bracha and the incredible work of Leora Teji. It's the Terror Victim Support Center. You could sponsor one of these items in the thousands of dollars. You could just sponsor a family or just give something this time of year to uh, go directly to these families and to help out. It's very simple. Go to terror-victims.org.il. That's terror-victims.org.il. You must have a lot of emunah, Leora. You must have a lot of faith, knowing that you'll, in the end, you'll have what you need to help these families. Uh, it's not simple, but I know that uh, Hashem uh, is my uh, witness, 
and uh, he wrote, Hashem said, who care for his kids? He's going to care for uh, his kids. So uh, we help to Am Israel. And Bezat Hashem, Hashem gonna help us. This good emuna that we have, that Hashem never leave us. And we continue to move on. It's not easy, but Bezat Hashem, slowly, slowly we're going to get to the chicken. <laughs> I heard uh, somebody make a wedding, and she told me that she spent on the flowers uh, $38,000. So I said, okay. If they have to the flowers, they uh, $38,000, so probably they have only the, uh, they have also $38,000 to give to the people that they not have nothing uh, for Yomtev. Yeah, well, I hope people listen to your words. Very strong words. Uh, you're in the United States until tomorrow, right? Right. Do you mind if I give your phone number over the radio so that anybody who wants to meet with you directly and maybe sponsor one of these things can be in touch with you? Yes, no problem. Liara Teji, if you want to see her in the next day before she goes back, is at 347-255-6723. Meet her and sponsor one of these things, folks. Sponsor one of the items. 347-255-6723. 347-255-6723. Liara, God bless you. Continued success. God bless you, Nachum. Shana tova, chatima tova for you, for all Am Israel. And I hope that nobody needs, and Hashem brings the Geula Bekarov, and everybody, she should be, we collect now a lot, a lot of schuyot, and this is the opportunity to give, especially in Chodesh Elul, Chodesh Arachamim Vaslichot, and Bezrat Hashem, Hashem should help to all Klal Israel wherever they are. Amen. Thank you, Nachum, so much for the opportunity that you give me, and Hashem should bless you. And give you a lot, a lot, a lot of support also you for the wonderful radio that you have. Tadaraba, Liora Teji, our mayor Bracha, Terror Victim Support Center. You see what she does each week. See what she's doing for Yuntif. Terror-victims.org.il. Terror-victims.org.il. And she has a way of putting things in perspective. Every time she's on the air, she says something to really get us, everybody. And you heard what she said. She met somebody who spent $48,000 on flowers for their kid's wedding. She assumes they have $48,000 to share with those who are in terrible need before Yontif in Israel. <sighs> Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echonish Masar of Zebin Yosef Halevi and Esther Basar Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. The essence of repentance is tshuva, tefillah, prayer, and tzedakah, charity. We learn it is Mavirin Esroya Hagzera. It has the power to remove an evil decree. There's a great difference between the three. Tfilah and Sadaqah, prayer and charity, can exist simultaneously with sin. Batshuva erases the sin. If there is no sin, so there's no onesh, no punishment. Why does the Torah tell us Mavirin? that it removes, why doesn't it say, mevatel, it completely annihilates the sin. The, the Medrash Rabba relates that Nebuchadnezzar once dreamed a very terrifying dream. It was interpreted by Daniel. Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar that he would be exiled to the forest and he would look like one of the wild animals of the field. He would eat the grass 
his hair and nails would grow so long until he would realize that Hashem rules the world, then he would be returned to his kingdom. Daniel gave Nebuchadnezzar and Eitzah to be mevatel the gezera, to annul the decree by giving tzedakah. Nebuchadnezzar then opened his storehouses to the poor people. About a year later, he became comfortable and he instructed that all the storehouses should be closed. At that moment, he lost his mind and he was banished to the forest. It was seven years before he raised his eyes towards heaven and acknowledged that Hashem is the ruler of the world. At that time, he was returned to the kingdom. The Chavetz Chaim gives a mushal of a running river dividing two parcels of land which can't be crossed. It cuts off communication between two people. In order to establish communication, they either have to create a riverbed in between or build a bridge across the river. It's certainly easier to build a bridge. However, if the bridge breaks, the person will fall back into the water and drown. That's the difference between tshuva and tzedakah. Tzedakah builds a bridge. Tshuva dries up the Avera. When Nebuchadnezzar opened his storehouses, he held back the Gezerah. But the moment he closed them, the bridge broke and he fell back into the water. The Gezerah was still intact. The Zohar tells us that when a person commits a sin, he creates a Mekatrig, an accuser who stands before Hashem. When one does tshuva, even if it's not tshuva shalema, still Hashem will take away the Mekatrig. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Benny Friedman, it's called Bum Bum here at JM in the AM. Roy Newberger, Leah Newberger, they're going to be in our studio. The prolific author, the incredible lecturers, they'll be in our studio in a few minutes here at JM in the AM. There's a brand new book Roy Newberger is responsible for, Working Toward Mashiach, it's called. Working Toward Mashiach. Has a fascinating cover. We'll speak with him coming up. Should be very interesting. Day of Jewish Unity is a week from tomorrow under the leadership of Achenu. When that amazing group of rabbis, the delegation will be in Rodden, praying at the grave of the Chavetz Chaim. And everyone is encouraged to participate. Dayofjewishunity.com. Dayofjewishunity.com. The Iran rally, the Stop Iran rally, tomorrow, September 1, at the offices of Senators Schumer and Gillibrand, 783rd Avenue, at 49th Street in New York City. It begins at... 4.30? What time is it? 5.30. Starts at 5.30 tomorrow. The big news here at JM in the AM is Chazen Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott will be in studio this coming Thursday. No joke. Can't wait. Chazen Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott in studio this coming Thursday here at JM in the AM. That is going to be amazing. I hope. <laughs> I think it will. Well, I got a, a communique last week from your Achmiel Begun. And I can't thank him enough. He's one of the people that uh, was actually at my mother's funeral, and that was very meaningful to me. Obviously, Yerachmiel and I go way, 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 way back, as you would suspect. And there are a lot of old friends who came out during their summer vacation to uh, to come and comfort us, and it's much appreciated. But anyway, that's an aside. Uh, the main thing uh, about last week's communication with him 
is that he's set to release something called Benny and the Torah Kids. Benny and the Torah Kids. A, uh, an album that's subtitled Raise Your Torah Flag. And I was looking at the promo that he had produced for this. It says here, a breakthrough in children's family music. Uh, Benny and the Torah Kids. Uh, and their, the kids and their leaders singing for children. Amazing new old English children's CD to be enjoyed by children of all ages and entire families. Yachmiel is responsible for it. The new songs. His wife Shoshana wrote the lyrics. She's done lyrics on a million different projects. And um, a lot of great themes on this. We'll speak to him next week about this when he announces his big Cholamoid shows. But meanwhile, enjoy one of the tracks. It's called Raise Your Torah Flag. And it is uh, Benny and the Torah Kids, courtesy of Yerachmiel Begun and Company at JM in the AM. Boy, this is so exciting. I just can't wait. What do you mean, Svi? I'm talking about Simchas Taira, the most fun day of the year. Yes, I love it too, so much. I just got a new flag. And guess what? I just learned some new Tyra songs. But what's the best part of Simchas Torah? The singing. The, the dancing. dancing. But the best part is that we show Hashem that we love the Torah that He gave us.
just imagine what it will be like when Sinchas Torah is finally here. Begun and Company. It's Raise Your Torah Flag from Benny and the Torah Kids, a brand new project Yerachmiel has just introduced. We'll speak to him about it live in studio next week, right here at JM in the AM. Roy Newberger, Leia Newberger, they're going to be in our studio in just a few minutes. We'll speak with them about a brand new book and about their entire and amazing careers. They are pretty incredible. Tomorrow, Rabbi Jake is going to join us. Rabbi Jake is somebody who just released something. Um, Rabbi Jake, Volume 1, it's called, um, for the youngsters out there. He'll join us live via telephone tomorrow. Here's her by Jake at JM in the AM.
Cristo. Shofar מדוע אתם שותקים? מדוע אתם שותקים רבותיי? מה אתם מחכים? and only Rav Shlomo Kalbach. Before that, Simcha Liner, brand new. 
album that just came out over the weekend. Rabbi Jake, who's going to join us tomorrow, he joined us with the Roar Like a Lion selection. Uh, part of his brand new album entitled Rabbi Jake, volume number one. Eight o'clock in the morning on a Monday. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. I am flattered and thrilled that Leia and Roy Newberger are joining me in the third hour right now this morning here at JM and the AM. Roy Newberger is out with a brand new book. It's called Working Toward Mashiach. It hits these stores this week. Leia Newberger and uh, Roy Newberger, welcome back to JM and the AM. Thank, Thank you, you. Much. Wait a minute. <laughs> Who's talking? Okay. Good morning. This this is Roy. That's Leia. No, we, we were able to tell the difference. I'm glad you straightened that out for us. Uh, he is a prolific author. Uh, they both, from what I'm told, are incredible lecturers and have a way of really uh, uh, aiming their words to, toward the collective Jewish heart, I am told. Uh, because I don't know if I've actually been to one of your lectures, but these have been incredible sessions when you've been here, so I feel privileged. They have been... These little private sessions we have, me, you, and your wonderful wife over here doing a conversation about life. Memorable. And um, and now you're out with a brand new book, and we'll talk about it, of course. I thank you because it was... It, although, unfortunately, it was uh, my mother, Shiva. It was so wonderful to see you. And for some reason, you have the capability, Mr. Newberger. Of bringing such comfort and joy no matter where you go. And it was just great seeing you. And also, you. you picked up an incredible historical perspective on my mother in the few, in the very first few minutes you were there. Like it was obvious to me that you, that you got the whole situation, what my family is like and why she was so wholly responsible for everything that we've become. So that was very flattering and comforting as well. So I want to tell you without flattery, Nachum, that your parents raised an amazing family. Unique and uh, in love with uh, Am Yisroel, and it's it's beautiful. They have had to have been incredibly special people. Well, there's no question about that, and I greatly appreciate it. Uh, I, I feel an obligation. It's funny because I saw this on one of the old videos that I saw of us conversing on the air. I always feel an obligation to repeat at least part of the Leia and Roy Newberger history before we get to the brand new project. And the, the, to remind everyone, because there's some people obviously who know the story and some who actually heard it from us as we were on the air in years past. I, I mean, y- you went to college with very little care and concern about Judaism. Would that be an accurate portrayal? No, it's not, not accurate. It's it's too it's too much. <laughs> I, 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 my my Leia doesn't always like doesn't like it when I say it, but I really I I always call myself the world's uh, greatest. I, I was like the world's greatest anti-Semite. <laughs> I really was. We well, were totally to as a fact. Not oh, she, that's a good I, one. Allergic to Judaism. I, I like that. I think that's more accurate. I like that. <laughs> that's a good term. And just to remind everyone, and you're not, and you don't deny this ever, you grew up in the lap of luxury. 100%. Upper East Side of Manhattan. 100%. People can read from Central Park to Sinai and get a perspective on all of 100%. this. 100%. You never walked into Shul Yom Kippur as a youngster. What? <laughs> Correct? Me? Never no way. Right. No way. And we're never encouraged to by your parents, correct? Would that encouraged? Be we yeah. never discussed it. It was a right. subject that never came up. And it, and it led me, you may recall, to ask you on more than one occasion, you're in the lap of luxury, you have everything you could ever have, uh, uh, why on earth would one go ahead 
at Pursue Orthodox Judaism. By the way, a question that some people in the audience, I've asked it to other people as well, uh, you know, in different areas of life where they've excelled, where they've shown themselves to be. In fact, Zach Rosen, who is a, an unbelievable basketball player who would have been drafted by the NBA, but he decided to become an Orthodox. She was just with us a couple of weeks ago on the air, and I posed the same question to him, like, you know, do people wonder why you would give all that up to pursue all this? So some people don't like when I ask it, but of course it elicits usually a very uplifting response from people like yourselves. But anyway, you go to college, University of Michigan. You're Wolverines like our very own Ken Friedman, our leader here at WFMU, right? <clears throat> and at some point, and I know that in one of our previous interviews, you gave the exact date and the exact location where all this changed and everything became so wonderful, and it happened oh. during your college years. That is correct. January 10th, 1966, 6060 <laughs> Sand Street, Ann Arbor, Michigan, 48- I, I forgot the zip code. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think last time you may have known it. <laughs> yeah, right. That may be a result of time going by. <laughs> really? Time's going Could be. Anyway, the fact is it all didn't become wonderful at that moment. Life is a, is a journey, as, as we all know. Yeah. Life is a journey. But the fact is it wasn't all then. It didn't all happen then. But my entire growing up, I mean, I think what you said, Nachum, proves the whole point that... I did grow up in the lap of luxury. I did grow up with a wonderful, wonderful family. We had everything. And, um, uh, you know, I wasn't a failure. I wasn't a dropout. But the fact is, if, I think this proves that um, being Jewish and living according to the Torah, if you are sensitive, I have one trait that really I think you know I can't I, I was never able to lie to myself I was never able to tell myself I'm happy when I'm not happy I couldn't mm-hmm. fool myself and I, I think you know I'm, I'm not flattering myself I just think that's the way I am there was and a lack of happiness in that existence. total lack from day one from the moment I started thinking as a kid five six seven years old literally uh, you know, it's amorphous then because you don't understand what's going on with you. Um, and, Would it be accurate to say we had everything? And I'm assuming Leah had a similar background. I don't know exactly how similar. Correct. Would it be fair to say we had everything, but we had nothing? Correct. It, totally. That would be a fair statement. Fair totally say. empty inside. Such an empty feeling. What's life for? What's the meaning? What's right? What's wrong? What's good? We were raised the way we were raised. If I thought something was good and you thought it was not good, you thought it was right, I thought it was wrong, whatever, it's right for me, it's wrong for you. Each person makes his own decisions, what's right, what's wrong. There's no objective morality, no objective goodness or evil. And I just felt so empty inside. There has to be more to life and there has to be a higher meaning and purpose than just living for material things. You're never satisfied with material things. You want one thing, then you want the next thing and the next thing, and it goes on and on. So together we searched. We had met at a very young age in high school, ninth and tenth grade. That I was, was Horace Mann, or where was Fieldston, it? Fieldston, oh, Fieldston, 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 Fieldston. Right, right near Horace Mann. Right? I was fifteen. He was sixteen when right. we met, and together we searched for so many years what the real thing in life is. Uh, I, could I just? Ma- I just want to make one slight um, 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 point over here. I mean, Leia is hundred percent correct. But on the other hand, it's not so simple because you're in that lifestyle. You're growing up with it and you think it's right. And this is, the, if it was so clear. And you that become more entrenched as you go along. 100%. Right. And you, and you think, I'm a failure. I'm crazy. I'm, I'm not joking. Right. Of course. You think I'm crazy. Well, you Be- see what others have achieved in your community and you're like, 
I'm not yeah. on that path, right? Yeah. I, I, right. Something's wrong with me. What, what's my problem? Why aren't I like them? Why isn't it all so easy for them, for me? And 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 um, and that, that's the that's the problem. So you finally get to the point where it becomes so impossible. This is what happened January 10, 1966. When you see if you continue on that lifestyle, it's all going to fall apart, mm. and it can't reach the point where you are falling apart. Your marriage is falling apart. Your you, I was still in, in graduate school then. My school I can't think. I can't do. I can't function. And then you realize I have to make a choice. It's either that, and, and mm. suddenly you, you had, realize the new world. You had everything. You had everything, yeah. but you had nothing. But you had everything. See, I keep emphasizing the you had everything part because you it's know. very important, and and I, I think that's why our story, you know, like hits a, it, it, it makes a very strong impression because because we did have everything. I mean, there were no budgetary concerns when you mm -hmm. needed something as a kid. And no spiritual concerns. We didn't have our parents saying, you know, marry a Jew, have to marry a Jewish girl. Nobody ever said you have to go out with a Jewish girl. Nobody ever said that. Nobody ever said, you know, make a bracha. Nobody ever said we didn't know anything. We never heard of Shabbos. We never heard of Torah. And we were living, most of our friends were Jewish and we were a very secular world. You know, to those who've never heard of all these things, <laughs> it, 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 and again, it's hard for me to put myself in your shoes. I've had this since day one of my life. But if you've never heard of these routines, they some of them are a bit absurd, wouldn't you agree? Or seem to be a bit They absurd. seem to be until you start doing them, and then you realize that it, your life is beginning to fit together. And all these things which seem, uh, not, some, some seem... Uh, beautifully comprehensible Shabbos, you know. Right. But but I, I say in the book, you know, if somebody had told me you have to you have to you have to tie your left shoe before your right shoe <laughs> right. when I was whatever, right. and I, I like uh, excuse me, uh, <laughs> you know, you know what you remind me of in in one of these episodes uh, when my mother was sick, so so <laughs> she's admitted to the hospital. It's a Friday, and we walk up to the hospital Friday night because you know. We're, you know how it is, and it's a six miles round trip, right? We're walking six miles round trip Friday night. We get to the hospital to discover that she was discharged, right? She, li she lives next door to us, but we don't know she's discharged. Why? Because we get there at 11 p.m. Friday night, and at 10.45 p.m., you know, the ambulance took her home, you know? And so we, we had no idea. So the lady turns to me in the emergency room and says, and it was a boiling June night, and we we're all schwitz. My kids are with me. And the lady in the emergency room turns to me and says, why didn't you just call ahead? <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm saying to myself, as, you, as you're telling, the, what, as you're saying what you're saying, I'm saying you really could appreciate that line. You could really appreciate, you know what? It's better that we weren't able to call ahead. I'd rather have a situation like this in life where it seems absurd to the whole world that we're trekking through Manhattan <laughs> late at night to get somewhere to find out some information. And when the lady says, why did you call ahead, all we can do is chuckle. Like, you know. On the other hand, Nachum, I want to tell you that the rest of the world respects us so much, and they know it. Everybody knows we're Jews, and, 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 and the fact is, whether they are our enemies or our friends, whether they hate us or whether they love us, they all know that what we're doing is the truth and that this way of life is right and they all want to somehow come close to us whether they want to come close to us for bad reasons or but good. But the hatred is so strong. Yeah. There are, there are, do you know how many billions of people would prefer we don't exist at yeah. this point? Yeah, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you, this is what I write about. I think I write, I can't even remember what's in the book anymore. <laughs> I can't. 
<laughs> I remind you in a few minutes. Good, okay, fine. I'll try to, I'll try to, you know, uh, come to grips with it. But the fact is, why do they hate? Why do they hate us? Because the fact is that mo- the vast majority of mankind wants to live by its own rules, doesn't want to know there's a God, and doesn't want to know their commandments, and so uh, no rules, and 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 and, and, is, and they want life to be a free for all, so they can right. do whatever they want. And the Jewish people remind them there's a God, and you can't do this, and you can't kill, and you can't steal, and you have to be nice to each other, and you have to be good to each other. We should only. Do do it ourselves, Bezos Hashem, but but and 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 the vast majority of mankind doesn't want to know that. And on and top that's... of that, everything we do is it makes such an impression on people. Everything. Yesterday, one of my sons is driving, and I tell them, "Let that driver into oh. the lane." Oh. I said, "The that person's perspective on Orthodox Jews is going to be completely different than if you would have insisted on cutting him off." Hundred percent. Totally. Hundred percent. Lay up, please. <clears throat> I want you to realize that growing up, we never even met anyone who believed in God. The idea Jew or non-Jew? Anybody, and, and anybody at all. So that night, January 10th, 1966, the major... A huge event that happened to my husband is he woke up in the middle of the night and he cried out, God, if you're there, help me. And from then on, we had hope in our lives and we searched for for God and and we did but, but, not look into Judaism but when he when he turned to you you know and and brought this proposal hey I've just had this you know epiphany you might be the first person to tell him he's nuts no because I also felt something was so missing in our lives he just and, verbalized it and for so you. He, when he said that 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 opened the door but we didn't look into Judaism because we had gone to our friends reformed bar mitzvahs we thought we knew what Judaism is it's a party with money and presents and goodbye and then everyone back to synagogue it's materialism we want real spirituality we studied Christianity Hinduism Buddhism everything you can think of to look for the truth and then thank God our Jewish souls told us no it's not it that's not it until finally we we heard Rebetzin Youngrai speak in 1974 right. and discovered we have our Torah. And that's eight years later from the 1966, right? right? So it's a years. spiritual journey, and it ends up being a Jewish spiritual journey when she enters your lives, basically. Right. Leia and Roy Newberger are here. The brand new book is Working Toward Mashiach. We will get to it in a minute. Um, this is somewhat of a draining experience for you, I see, just like for me. This is like, I'm telling you, 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 you just reignite in me so many things that I take for granted being a quote-unquote FFB. Somebody's been doing this from day one of his life. We love it. Nachum, it's so beautiful to be here. I don't know. I, I, I hope you feel the same way, but oh, I, we just feel so sympathetic with you. Very connected. Um, did, did, did that journey, by the way, help you in appreciating other people's respect for their own religion. In other words, there are a lot of people, unfortunately, in our community who know, I don't want to say make fun, but have have impressions that, that maybe are not so good about other people and the way they observe their own faith. Can I assume that you have tremendous respect for people across the board who do their own thing, what they do, and find spirituality however they do it? Um. I would not want to give a simple answer to that. It, it just depends on the person. It right. depends on it depends it depends on the person. There are some people who are real. There are some people whose whose actions are very fine and beautiful. 
Um, and, and then there's some people whose actions are not fine. I think it all boils, boils down to what kind, what kind of, you know, what kind of people. Right. What and not to people. overemphasize this point, but what you're describing unfortunately happens in our own community as well. There's, you know, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of, a lot of bad things that go on. Listen, this is we're in the countdown to Rosh Hashanah right now. We all have to be very honest with ourselves. You know, am I am 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 am, am I a phony? I mean, am I, <laughs> am I the real deal? Oh, yeah, really. I mean, when I daven, am I davening? I mean, am I am I thinking about davening, praying? Am I when I pray, am I praying, or am I you know, or am I showing off to myself? Am I thinking to myself how how, how holy uh, how holy I am, or uh, am, am I trying to really, really, really connect with God, you know? And um, and um, yeah, we got to work on ourselves. What happens when you visit the Upper East Side today and you see kids who remind you of the way the two of you were back then? Is it frustrating? Is there an angry feeling? Is there sympathy? How would you describe? Do you know in the back of your mind that some of them are going to discover the goodness in this world eventually? I, I don't think the Upper East Side is the way it was when I when I, when I was a kid. Well, you know what I mean. I don't mean yeah, the Upper East but, Side. I mean. But but I want to tell you, no, angry, I'm angry. That never. I mean, I, I, to be honest with you, we're so, f- I think I can speak for both of us, we're so filled with gratitude at what happened to us that we got out of this. It's unbelievable. Um, um, I have a friend named Ken Devine. Great man. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to say the name of the street where he lives on because where he lives because I think that's uh, you know an invasion of privacy. <laughs> but it's very very close to where I met my wife in high school. Right. And we, when we go to visit Ken Devine, it brings back such incredible memories of the days when we were there. And I, I think to thank you. God, for getting us out of this. It is such a miracle. How did we ever get out of this en- environment, this spider's web, this, this, this whirlpool of, 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 that wanted to suck us in? And it's, it's, it, it, it just have to believe in God. It took a superhuman, um, 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 spark from somewhere to get us here. <laughs> Roy Newberger, Leah Newberger are here. The book is entitled Working Toward Mashiach. I do remind you that there's a book called From Central Park to Sinai, which will give people a great perspective into a lot of themes that we've touched on this morning. The brand new book is uh, done in, uh, in Parsha order. This is the time of year to promote a book that has Parsha order, because obviously we're going to be starting from scratch yeah. in the next few weeks. Yes. And uh, there are a lot of things. We'll talk about the cover, and there are a lot of things in general. But I didn't, you know, it, this week is Parsha's Kisavo. It's Parsha's Kisavo. We're going to read it this coming Shabbos. It's page 387. Thank you. Yeah, in the Newberger volume, it's page 387. That's how we refer to it now. In high school, many years and many lifestyles ago, I was manager of the junior varsity basketball team. You remember writing this? I sure Our do. coach was a student. I, I remember doing this. <laughs> Our coach was a student from a nearby college who inspired us with a great proverb: "When you think you're green, you're growing. When you think you are ripe, you are rotten." 
What does that mean? Is that beautiful? Oh it's my unbelievable. God. That you it's, even remember it. It's, it's a universe of wisdom in, in those. From a basketball coach. For those of you who wonder if you should yeah. listen to your mentors, who are not necessarily rabbis, there's a lot you can learn not from Jewish. rabbis. And not Jewish. He was, there are a lot you can cat- learn from people. This is what you were saying a few minutes ago, Nachan, the question you asked. Right, about respect for other the, religions, the, right? He, the, he was going to a Catholic college. He was going to Manhattan College in, 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 in Riverdale. In Riverdale. And, and um, what it means is this, and it's, and it's so beautiful for the month of Elul, the days before Rosh Hashanah, because what it mean, when you think you're Ripe. When you think you're green, you're growing. When you think you're ripe, you're rotten. It means when you think, you know, you're a, a nothing. Look at the Psalms. Look at King David. He's always saying, I'm a nothing, I'm a nothing, I'm a nothing. And a person who says, I'm a nothing, and who, who doesn't give up on himself, then that gives leaves the opening for God to come up and may, uh, come in to his life and make him a something, which is what happened with King David. Right. So, But if you think you're ripe, if you think you're, you made it, and you're great, you're king of the world, then you are about to, you know, it, like... The, it's over. It's, all, it's, all, it. it's all over. You, you can't grow because you don't think you need to grow. In this passage about Kisavo, this week's Parsha, you write that your wife and yourself did hiking recently, went hiking on Storm King Mountain in the Mid-Hudson Valley. And you learned a lesson based on this parable that your coach taught you just by looking at the forestry that you're walking through on this hike. What does that mean? What did you learn? I have, to, I have to read the page, but, but there, are, there are pictures. I told you not. Well, you, you expect me to let, remember my let, book? Let me remind you. You spoke about how fascinated you were by which trees were oh. growing and which were dropping, which were wilting, which were rotting away. And the lesson you learned that's perfect for this time of year yeah. is an extension of that proverb that you were taught. We have, the book is illustrated with I, right. these, I took these pictures. Right. Thank you for reminding me, Malcolm. <laughs> I should remember these my These articles for six, year, six years right, of right. every Trust week me. in the Yatet. Trust so me, I'm not blaming you. We should mention, we should mention of, that. Of one of them. Right. <laughs> I, I, no, I, that's, I didn't expect you to remember every detail. I'm just, <laughs> okay. I'm, Listen, I'm, I'm a human being. And then if you look at page 390, and it's your luck that we're here in Kisavo this week. You know, if we were at Parshas Lachacha, we'd be talking about Israel. I assume, you know, I don't know what you wrote on Lechacha. I don't remember from from over the weekend. But but I will tell you that you talk about the Tochacha. And you make a point in the Tocha, which is the, the great chapter of rebuke, the chapter that we read quickly so that we don't focus on it in synagogue. That's how fearful we are of it. And you make the point, did you ever, do you ever feel that you literally can't bear to see what's going on in the world? And down the road, there's something even more unbearable, and it goes on and on. You see one thing, and you see another. You, we seem to be going down, 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 approaching the 49th level of spiritual impurity to which the Jewish people descended in Egypt. Then you ask, why the double expression, the sight of your eyes that you will see? And you suggest that we'll be lulled by our evil inclination to think that the sight of your eyes is theoretical or something that happened years ago or for a different generation. The Torah says, no, it's something you actually can see. And if you didn't believe it before, you'll be forced to believe it because you're going to see it with your own eyes. What a perspective about how Torah, which so many people consider ancient oh. and a guideline for generations ago, is perfect for 2015. It's, it's more than perfect. It's so needed. And that's actually what this book is about. That's, I mean, that was my idea behind writing it, um, working toward Mashiach. Um, first of all, I, I want to tell you about the, the Tochacha, a very interesting, this, this week's Torah portion, right. that, that the fact that we see it all happening before our eyes, playing out in, in, in our own 
lifetime in our own world also makes us realize that God knew this was going to happen, and it gives us hope. The Torah has so much hope in it. Because you don't see the negative. You concentrate more on the positive of the Torah. Be, be, because when you see it all coming to pass, you see, oh, Very God. similar to Rabbi Akiva, right? Laughing, yeah. laughing at the prophecy, right? Because God said it was going to happen, and God said after it's going to happen, there's going to be a redemption. Right. And I, I, actually, one of the points I wanted to make sure. to, uh, today, I had in mind to make today, just in line with what you were saying, is that, that the... Exodus from Egypt, which forms the whole basis of the holiday season, Passover begins, pass, the whole theme of Passover, the Exodus from Egypt. We mention it every day in our, in, 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 in our prayers. The Chafetz Chaim said that the Exodus from Egypt is going to be the paradigm for the final redemption of the Jewish people. And, 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 you know, this fits in so perfectly with what you were saying because that is, um, it's, it's so easy to think it's just like a um, um, a story, a fable we read, and what does it have to do with it? But it's everything. If we want to understand what's going on in today's world, then we have to understand the script is in the Torah. The whole, all the events of the Exodus from Egypt are going to play out at the end of history, which we're, which is right now. And just the way the Exodus from Egypt ended with such the greatest thing that ever happened in history that the Jewish people went with. Moses to, to Mount Sinai and receive the Torah that a parallel series of events is going to be at the end of history and all the troubles that we have in today's world are going to end with such simcha and such greatness and such and such the way we want the world to be that, that that's joy. our recipe for getting through today. Leia Newberger, Roy Newberger in studio. The book is called Working Toward Mashiach. If my information is correct, the book will be released this week by Feldheim. That's, a, that's what we hope. That's what we're supposed to be. I assume it's going to be available on your website. I have to assume. It right? is already available on our website. 2020 Vision. Those are numbers, not words. 2020vision.co.il. Look at the website. You'll find it inspiring. And you can book Roy Newberger and Leia Newberger for your next, uh, for their next appearance in your community. If they haven't visited yet, they want to see your community. Right? You've seen a lot of places on this globe. Ooh. You want to see all the places and meet we all do the people. All of them. In that way, you remind me of the great Rav Shlomo Kalbach. You want to meet everybody and inspire them as much as possible. 2020vision.co.il. 2020vision.co.il. A Feldheim book expected officially on September 4th, but as you heard, you could order it now through the website. There's a lot of, and we'll talk about the cover and the book more in a second. There's so much, Infighting among us. New York Times does a story on Saturday about the, you know, this Iran vote and how it's splitting us, how it's splitting the Jewish community. And again, we know how important an issue it is, and obviously there's going to be a little bit of, uh, of, of a split no matter what happens because it's such a sensitive issue. But the, people have to make such an effort, and you believe people can make the effort to just bridge more gaps and be more courteous and friendly and respectfully disagree. It, 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 it's such an important message, and so many people don't realize how these small gestures go such a long way. First of all, leave it to the New York Times to point out the right. but fighting. Unfortunately, in the, unfortunately, in this point, in this this time, they were right. They are right. Of course, right. they're right. right. The, listen, we know, we know. The Jewish people knows because it's very plainly written in the Talmud that the reason for our exile of the last. The diaspora right. last two thousand years is called sinas chinam, which is unwarranted. It's no secret. Right. Unwar- there are no secrets about the Jewish people. Everybody knows everything. <laughs> the unwarranted hatred between Jew and Jew. This is our p- 
preeminent problem, Soros, and in order for us to fix our problems and the problems of the world, which which is our responsibility. I mean, God gave us this responsibility to be the spiritual leaders of the world. In order to do our job, we have to get together again. The Torah was given at Mount Sinai because the Jewish people, and in a time when the Jewish people were one, Amachad Belevechad, thank you, one nation with one heart, and that's the only way that we can get our job done. And unfortunately, with all the um, uh, lip service and uh, this be paid to this, all the advertisements, all the organizations working on this, we have not really received the message in our own lives. I include myself in this. And uh, because everybody has to work on it to be, I mean, it 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 it, it absolutely starts with going down the street, and 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 saying, oh, I just I just learned the Gemara, a, a, a passage in the Talmud which said that one of the great rabbis of of, of the Talmud, one of the greatest rabbis in the hit in history, he was known that he, nobody ever said. Shalom, hello to him before he said to them. Even uh, whether Jew he or not, he jumped to be first. And what does this mean? This is a very simple thing. Don't, you know, I, 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 people are going with their, everyone's on their cell phone all the time. That's not too much of an exaggera- exaggeration. You're in your own world. <laughs> That's true. You're in your, it, it's a terrible thing. People, and I talk about this in, 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 in the book, in Working Toward Mashiach. It's a terrible thing. We have to be, we have to know there are other people out there. We have to be one nation. We have to act like we're brothers and sisters to each other because we are. And that's the whole basis. I'm your soul. We're a, we're a family. We're a, a nation of, a, that is a family. We come from Abraham, Isaac, Jacob and, and Sarah, Rebecca and uh, Leah and, Ra, and Rachel. We come from mothers and fathers. I mean, Nachum, you just got up from Shiva for your for, for your for your holy mother. And, and I'm not saying that as a, as a joke. She was of such a holy person. So obvious. And and, and 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 we're we're a family, and if we don't act like a family, then whatever we do isn't going to work. It's we have so, to say hello to each other. We have to care about each other. It's so easy to do it with people who are of like mind, and oh. it takes an effort when it's when it's people from our own community who are not necessarily. You know, it takes an effort. You, you know, you see sometimes a person walking down the street or walking through the corridor, whatever it is, right. and they're looking the other way, and you know <laughs> they don't want you to say hello to them. They don't. They want to like be in their own world. It's no good. It's no good. It's no good. We can't be like that. We have to overcome our. Sometimes we don't feel like it. Have to overcome it and say, Shalom Aleichem. How are you? How do you feel? care about it each he, other. he is the best-selling author central park to sinai 2020 vision you can go to the website 2020vision.co.il this week we celebrate the release of working toward mashiach an inspirational collection of essays on preparing ourselves for final redemption the introduction is done by the publisher of the ATED, fittingly enough, because the articles appeared each week in the paper. And Very honored. We certainly acknowledge that penny lifshitz has been a great friend of this show okay. and in addition to that um uh, in addition to that, the cover of the book has generated some reaction. Let's put it that way. People are fascinated by the cover of the book. You've done something that others have done in different ways over the last many years. You have um, replaced 
if that's the way to put it, what is currently on the Temple Mount with a rendering, a beautiful rendering, by the way, of the Beis HaMikdash, of the Holy Temple. And let me ask you why you did that, and then we'll talk about <laughs> and then we'll talk about the procedure of speaking to rabbis about actually doing it. <laughs> but let, tell, tell me first why you did it and why the cover appears like this. I, I, I did it. We did it. We did it because that's what's happening. Because, because all of history is pointing in this way since the beginning of time as recorded in the, in the pages of the Bible. From the very beginning, God said to Abraham, that he he would give the land of Israel to Am Yisrael, the Jewish people, forever and ever, uh, for various reasons, which everybody knows. Everybody knows we have been exiled from that land for many thousands of years. We have begun to come back. The redemption uh, is in the process of happening. It's not just a redemption for the Jewish people. It's a redemption for the whole world because 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 recognition uh, of God and King of the world. Exactly, right? that is our job. The, the real King of the world. That's the expression I used earlier. <laughs> right, and the culmination of this process will be the day which all the prophets have talked about, and everyone knows about it. It's in the public domain for thousands of years. Is that the temple will return? There have been two temples so far in Jerusalem. In response to the will of God, that's how it's written. This is what God says. But you know that there is a nation right now, led by people that have declared that they are going to that they are committed to wiping the Jews off the face of the earth. They're committed to uh, you know communal genocide, international genocide of all Jews. They're committed to even attacking the United States because the United States has had the nerve to defend freedom and the right for Jews to exist. You know that that's like that, Roy. And you know that some of those missiles, God forbid, could be pointed at the Temple Mount itself. They may try to refigure the Temple Mount before you and your Photoshop people refigure, reconfigure the Temple Mount. You know that. Well, if they, if they aim missiles there right now, you know who they're going to hit. <laughs> anyway. That's true. <laughs> hit their own. That's true. Yeah, which... But okay. you get my point. Listen, I, there's a lot, I, you know. Sure, I get your point. Don't show up here I, and expect me to be in the most positive mood when there's so much negative going on in this world. I mean, you know what's going no, on out there. Everything with you is a pleasure. <laughs> there, everything with you is. I'm serious. It really is. And and let's let's put it this way. Let's. I read a book. The, the title of the book actually escapes me right now. It's a novel written by a Jew, and it. Discusses um, if I could think of the name, I would I would say it. I'll think of it when I, after we get off the air. I'm sure <laughs> um, it's a very realistic novel about the end of history and the coming of Mashiach. And there's a scene at the end between Mashiach and and um, a Muslim. Um, high-ranking Muslim person. And the Muslim person, you know, is complaining about what's going on on the Temple Mount. You know, you, 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 that, that, it, 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 I won't go into what the book, what the book says. Right. And, and, and Mashiach says this, what are you, what, what's your, what are you complaining about? It's not, first of all, it's not against you. You, your, your mosque stood on the Temple Mount for hundreds of years and, um, it prevented, um, certain, uh, 
things from happening which would have been maybe worse than that. And it, now it served its purpose, and it's God's will, as it says in the prophets, that now the temple is going to be there. Right. And the temple is a house of prayer for all. These are quotes from our our prayers at Rosh Hashanah and Slichos. Right. is a house of prayer for Kol all. Ha-amim. For, right. Kol Ha'amim. Right. For all mankind. And peace and 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 justice and and um, uh, will flow from there in the time of Mashiach, uh, Messiah to Such the entire a, world. So so important what you're saying, and we have to remember this as we say it's starting. Well, for this, I guess the Sephardic community already has started Slichos, but the Ashkenazi community starts this weekend. Ki beiti beit filala kol God says it. Right. My house is 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 going to be a house for all nations. Right. If the people, we don't, we, I, I'm telling you, I have to, you know, I say the words from the Umbud, and I, and I don't realize it sometimes. We forget. Yeah, we all we forget what, what the eventuality is. Right. And if the world, I'm not coining this phrase, but if the entire world realized how good it's going to be, it's going to be, not it would be, but it will be, for all mankind, when that temple is sitting on the Temple Mount, then the intelligent people in the world uh, would help the Jews, encourage the Jews uh, to, with all their strength because because the realization of this prof- these prophetic words is going to be the greatest thing which ever happened, not just for the Jews, but for the entire, in, 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 entire world. We are, we are living in amazing times. We live in the most amazing right. times Ever. We're seeing prophecy come to pass right now. So true. Book is called Working Toward Mashiach. Was there a great rabbinic debate about this cover or not? Was no. It, we, was it a big procedure? No. Was no. It? I mean, I asked very big rabbis. The, in fact, the illustration on the cover is um, derived from a safer from a book, a holy Jewish book written by a very uh, prominent rabbi that was given to me by a very prominent rabbi in Jerusalem, um, which uh, shows the how the third temple is going to look. Right. And the illustration is based on... Uh, this, these rabbinical sources. Um, but, I mean, we try every step of the way to get rabbinical guidance from great rabbis on everything we do. Uh, um, and as, as, as I say again, the world is going to be so happy um, when, when all these events come to pass because this is, I, I want to look around to you, you know, in your world today. Is this, is this a normal world? I mean, every day we get such headlines that like, you, you know, people... Uh, Life-changing events every day. Every day. I, I can't read the, the news. I don't want to read the news. I don't want to watch TV. I don't want to watch read the papers because the events that happen every day are absolutely unbearable. I mean, it, it, tell me, this is a, this is an ideal world. I mean, we're living. I mean, somebody gets murdered on TV in front of your eyes. I mean, I mean, how can you take it? And each day something happens that you know the day before you say you know I they can't top this, and then the next day you top you top it. And 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 the and, and the Torah envisions a world of peace where people are going to not have to be afraid anymore. Everyone's, everyone's afraid. Everyone's walking around in fear, which is, by the way, what the Tochacha says. Right. That's what, one of the things right. in the passage of admi- admonition. 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 What's totally, the word? Admonition. Yeah, and totally the way we, we treat it. We treat it with great fear. You, you were emphasizing the positive of it. 
the way our custom goes, we treat it with great fear. We don't want to hear it that much. We 100%. want it to go quickly. We, we read in a very low voice. Right. I have to assume, after reading your book, that Bracious is one of your favorite partios, and not just because it begins a new cycle and you're able to sell more books at that time of year. It is, it is also one of your favorites because there is nothing like a clean slate. In fact, in your own life, as you and Leah described, and anybody who missed it earlier, make sure you go to the archives later and listen to this entire conversation. Uh, but it, it, to, a, to a great degree, you were treated to a clean slate. Sometimes, again, people like myself... You know, from from day one and all that. You know, it, it just builds and builds and builds. No, never such a thing as starting from scratch. You had the opportunity in many ways to start from scratch. We're so so fortunate. I mean, we had to go through as as, as we talk about as in Central from Central Park to Sinai, right. and also a lot in the third book, Twenty Twenty Vision. I mean, I I, I particularly because Leia. Leia is a normal person. She's not a nutcase like me. There's got to be one of those in every family. Huh? Someone's got to be normal. Not a, you're not a nutcase. You're just intense. I mean, isn't that nice? She tells me what? I'm not a nutcase. I need somebody to tell me I'm not a nutcase. I really do. And she tells me it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I wish it for every uh, all the nutcases out there. We all deserve it. We all deserve it. So um, clean slate. Go no, ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, so normal. I, I, yeah. I grew up with years. It was a torture as a, as a kid, and, and 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 mental torture, spiritual torture, because living like that, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't take it. I couldn't hack it. You grew up with siblings or not? One. I have an older sister and a younger brother. Okay. They're not. They didn't turn out like me, right. like observant Jews. But now I'm curious. They respect. So- because so much, much of what you've told us about your about your upbringing, for some reason, always signaled to me only child. But it's not true. You have not true. three total kids in the family. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 thank God, we all get along. They respect us. They don't live the way we do. Do they have fun with your kids and grandchildren? They do. Wow. They appreciate. That's wonderful. Another well, lesson. I mean, yeah, we have Another to be lesson. careful. Understood. Not, understood. You know, but but yes, they appreciate but respect our lifestyle. That you were, they respect, and we and and, and my parents. Right. Also respected us when they were alive, because we went out of our way to create that. Because we grew up in such a, it's so easy for a parent to think you're rejecting everything I taught you and right. everything that with which I brought you up. But, however, we went out of our way, and my mother in particular got it so much, and I, I, I think without exaggeration, I can say. That our becoming religiously observant saved her life because she was so sensitive uh, spiritually that she also sensed her life didn't have meaning. And when we became observant, she saw the truth of it and that our lives were becoming more and more normal. We weren't going off the deep end. She had her first Passover of her life at the age of 70-something, first Seder in Jerusalem with us. Uh, when she was something over 70 years old. Can you imagine that? You know, Bariskin has said more than once, he stopped fearing death when he had his first grandchild. Oh. And you remind me of that with your mother. She started appreciating life when you had this spiritual... A- absolutely. Absolutely. Did you? Uh, did your parents have a similar, I don't know, appreciation for what you went through, Leia? Or different than Roy's parents? Or... You're so similar in your stories. When we get to this part of the stories, it's still similar or very different? 
So, well, all our parents uh, thought, uh, thought uh, they were shocked when we changed our lives, and they thought we'd so gone we. off the deep end. They were hoping it was temporary insanity. <laughs> but my parents had more of a connection to their Jewishness uh, than, than uh, Roy's parents. Uh, you and were they, in Shul, Yom Kippur. No. Oh, not even that. <laughs> no. But still you'd say more of a connection. <laughs> more of a feeling uh, for it. Uh, my my father's grandfather and all the generations before them were rabbis in Vilna. And even though his father cut himself off from it, he's, he my father was proud he was a levy. And um, my husband's parents were already very deeply involved in ethical culture, whereas my parents were just assimilated Jews. And right. they had more of a feeling. So... Tell about your mother keeping Shabbat. My mother... Oh, I think you said this last time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She she came to us for the last two years of her life every Shabbos, and she her, her greatest joy was, was uh, to be with our grandchildren and to be with us for Shabbos. So, she died on Shabbos. An amazing thing is that she was brought up in Patterson, New Jersey, where Rebetzin Youngrice's Right. Grandfather was the rabbi, and my mother's father used to go to his shul. And you end up being students. And but and then we ended up to be inst- uh, influenced inspired by, by her right. and and studied with her all the years. And of course now we're machatanim. Our daughter's married <gasps> to her son. That's right. I remember that. Oh, and gosh. so amazingly enough, life my, is funny. Huh? My my mother and all her siblings got away from observance. Then none of them went to yeshiva. They yeah. became very assimilated. But isn't that amazing? That connection. <laughs> How is she doing, Robertson Young Grace? She's still a Thank ball God. of fire, as she's they still say. Fighting. Unbelievable. She's still out there. She, yeah, Unbelievable. She's, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yep. Unbelievable. Yeah, I could sit with the two of you all day. <laughs> it's fun. But Ken Devine doesn't allow that to happen. So what <laughs> can I do? <laughs> Thank God. Thank God for Ken Devine. <laughs> Amen to that. Roy Newberger's brand new book is officially expected out later this week, but obviously you could order on the website 2020vision.co.il. I use the opportunity to remind everybody that he has other great books, Central Park to Sinai, 2020 Vision. He and Leah present beautifully in any forum. If you want them to lecture, come and visit your community, your city. Learn what about positive Judaism that's going on in your part of the world. They'll be more than happy to come on by. They even once in a while make an appearance back at the University of Michigan, right? You do go back twice a year. Twice a year, you're back we there. Are back for the students. There's a fantastic cure program. Rabbi, Rabbi, let's give a plug. Rabbi Fully Eisenberger, who is one of the m- most brilliant and wonderful Jews around, runs. In, is, this was started by Rabbi Avram Jacobowitz, who's now in Israel, but in, in, which really started the campus, the uh, Kira um, 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 movement. Uh, Rabbi Jacobowitz years ago. Now it's taken over Rabbi Fully Eisenberger's in Ann Arbor, Michigan, doing a brilliant, brilliant job out there. And we, of all places, returned to Ann Arbor, where this experience happened on January 10th, 1966, at 6060 Stan Street. <laughs> to us, we return there twice a year with each new class. When is the next time you're there? What month? November, November of this year, with God's help. I think November 18th. Oh my gosh, we'll I gotta in, go with you. I yeah, gotta go with you. Please, not we would be so honored. Oh my gosh, we could do we could do a remote. Uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's a party. You would love. By the way, Rabbi Fully is a brilliant singer. 
His, he he was going to be a professional singer, and his mother told him, um, "Fully is not a job for a Jewish boy." <laughs> so 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 he became a Kirov rabbi. But he is he is so talented. He davened. He 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 he's a brilliant. Do I get to give the invocation before the Wolverine games? Or not? You get to do anything you want. Nachum <laughs> Siegel can do anything. Could, could, may I may I just please mention, final I think, word? I think, I, think, I think it's just relevant to also to mention that. Um, one of the big projects we're working on yeah. also is, with God's help, to make a movie out of the third book, 2020 Vision, which is a novel uh, in which all these events we're discussing now... Um, right, they play out in that novel. ...play out a realistic novel, um, a, 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 a realistic scenario which shows how the current chaos of the world is really leading toward... Is there interest in Hollywood? I'm being serious when I ask that. uh, Seriously? There's interest. We have two brilliant um, observant Jewish screenwriters who are um, about to finished with God's help. The screenplay. The screenplay. We have a producer. Um, um, we have, and, and, and we're just getting to the point where we're, we, but we want to make this a movie that's not, not, we're not talking about amateur film night over here. We're talking about the real deal. The real, real thing. Millions of dollars. M- millions of dollars and something which could inspire the entire world because the world is waiting right even now. the upper east siders will find it intriguing enough to go yeah. see ah but i'm saying <laughs> even the non-jewish world i'm saying because everybody needs inspiration we need to know we're coming out of this that there are solutions to all these insane problems that are on every side of us every moment everything that it's all going to come out okay and, right. and, and and in a reasonable way not you don't have to be a nutcase. Understood. Case. The public will know about this in within a year, within six months. When oh, will the public boy, know about so. progress on I this issue? I hope so. I mean, I thought the public would have known about this, <laughs> this three, <morning>. three <laughs> years ago. I mean, we're like it five takes, years behind schedule. Five, huh? It takes so, time. When my first book came out, Central Park to Sinai, the, the Boston Rebbe and Far Rockaway told me um, uh, the following words. If it's... If it's easy, it ain't emistic. <laughs> Meaning, if it's if it's true what you're doing, it's not going to be easy. Yeah. And the and the and, and the, m- the most true, the most important things are the most difficult things to do. And this is difficult. It's taking a long time, but we hope it's going to be soon. Final word. Clean slate. We're two weeks oh. away from Rosh Hashanah. Your chance to give a message to our community about starting a brand new year. What would that message be? The message would be. We should all be honest with each other. Start with ourselves. I mean, let's be introspective now. I think that it's okay to be introspective during Slichos before Rosh Hashanah. And being introspective means I have a lot of work to do on myself. I can be so much better to be honest with ourselves about what we need to improve, to work on ourselves, and to know in our hearts that God, who's stronger than everything in the world, can, if we want him to, can step into our lives, overcome all the problems, step into the life of the entire world and overcome all its problems. We just have to want him to. We have to ask him to come, come into my life and, and try to bring him into the life of the world because God is, is if I can say such a thing, I believe it's true. I, 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 I think I'm not making this up, is, so to speak, waiting to help us yeah. and to solve all our problems for us, whether they are whatever it is, medical, financial, social, 
um, um, a, a family fighting yeah. Taurus. Kevanim and Kavadim. He treats yes. us like his servants and he treats oh, us like his children. 100%. And we know how parents treat children, Leah? I just like to say that it's never too late for any person. We were 30 and 31 years old, married 11 years for, with two children, and totally changed our lives. It's never too late. There's always hope. My father-in-law put on Twillin for the first time in his life at the age of 105, inspired by the book 2020 Vision. It's never too late for any person. I would like to wish everyone Siva Simatova, a good Gebenstor, a sweet, healthy new year. Thank you both so much. Oh, boy. Thank you, Nachum. Leia and Roy Newberg wishing you a happy, healthy, sweet new year. Continue to enjoy your children and grandchildren and continue to enjoy all the people, Jew and non-Jew alike, who you meet all year round. All of us. Thank you. The book is called Working Toward Mashiach, a wonderful and incredible morning with two amazing people. They uh, had everything and yet discovered they had nothing. If you missed any of this conversation, I strongly suggest you listen to it in its entirety in our archive section and then send it around the world to everybody. Uh, the book, Working Toward Mashiach, officially September 4th, but already you could order it at 2020vision.co.il, 2020vision.co.il. You are listening to JM in the AM.
During that conversation with Leia and Roy Newberger, that's Benny Friedman here at JM the AM. Yaakov Shweki before that. An amazing Monday here at JM the AM. Achim brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Wraps up, <coughs> excuse me, wraps up an incredible morning here at JM in the AM. Tomorrow, Rabbi Jake, Rabbi Jake with the brand new children's album is going to be checking in. We'll do that by telephone tomorrow here at JM in the AM. 
Later in the week, Chazen Yitzchak Mayer Helfgott. No joke. He'll be live in studio, and boy, are we looking forward to that. That's this coming Thursday morning here at JM in the AM. Mayor Weingarten, an encore presentation of the Israel Show is next on the stream at jmtheam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Make sure to be tuned in all day long and enjoy our incredible programming. Until tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.